loud. It's so loud. I don't know how it sounded to you guys, but, but to hear, it hurt. Ouch. It hurt. Our, Bianca literally, her papers went flying like a romantic comedy when that song kicked in. Because Daniel's got to turn it up too loud. It's fine. Uh, Hi. Hey. Every American is legally obligated to make a podcast. This is ours. Week 15. Damn. I think. Uh, yeah, week 15. 15 Thanks. weeks with you. I'm exhausted. What a wild time. Almost four. Yeah, four months. Just about four months. Um, though you're going on your third vacation tomorrow <laughs> of the podcast. Um, because, uh, you know, she's a, she's a, she's a, you have a sugar daddy? <laughs> no, this is all my coins. Podcast money. Po- that podcast money. We should, by the way, we should, we need to talk off air. Okay. Bianca, <laughs> um, do you should we start with that text I got or should we just do the do the do what do the relevant news story? Let's get that stuff out the way yeah. and then we'll go to All fun. Right. All right, great. Um, I'm out here trying to put my boobs out. Um, <laughs> Daniel's really been trying Daniel's to still here stick that thing in. Um, All right, so first of all, I, this feels like a million years ago, but Mario Lopez. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't even know. know I now I don't remember. Le- again, this is speaks to how dumb the culture is. This was all anyone could talk about seven days ago when I wrote it in the notes, and now it's over. Yeah, I mean, no literally, you couldn't explain to me what he did, but he said something about uh, trans kids and maybe something about vaxing, and um, turns out, dummy, you're not going to believe this. Mario Lopez, dummy, the star of <laughs> no. Saved by the Bell and Extra. You would think, well, that's two of the smartest shows He's a journalist. that we have. He's a journalist, basically. He's basically, you know, Bob Woodward. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, he's he's a dummy. That's the story. That's all we need to say about it. Okay. Stop thinking that anyone who doesn't write their material is smart. In show business, the only the smart people write their material, which is mostly why comedians write the shows they're on, because they know how to write the thing. I said a few weeks ago that that actors can't write. And someone wrote like, how about Lin-Manuel and Phoebe (laughs) Waller-Bridge? That was his entire. Okay, Lin-Manuel can write, but Lin-Manuel is a playwright. Right. And not he's only an actor. Trust me, he wouldn't be an actor if he wasn't casting himself in the shit. No one's going to cast him in anything. Oh. Uh, and in fact, Disney probably regrets casting him in the Mary Poppins movie. Why? Because he's not good looking enough. He doesn't look like a movie star. It's ser- he's an amazing playwright, an amazing Broadway person. He's just not a leading man. Yes. Yes. Yeah. By that you mean not that good looking. You no, know, I know. But I'm saying like there's like not everybody in movies are good looking. No. But he's Obviously Phoebe Waller-Bridge is a comedian. She claims to be... This guy says she's an actor. She's a comedian. Whether he wants to acknowledge it or not. She's a comedian in the way that... Has Tina ever done stand-up? No. Tina Fey. Right. But she's a comedian. Yeah. She's not an actor. So that's to the guy who said the wrong thing to me three months Shout ago. Shout out that one you guy. You will not. No. Slight. <laughs> will. Be. Forgotten. Do not cross him. Okay. Um, there was also the thing where delivery people were eating the food. Duh. Yeah, duh. There's and a it risk. was one in four. That's it, that's that low. That's, that's what they're telling you. Yeah, that low. I expect you to take at least a chip or two. Here's the thing, and here's how to avoid it. One, don't order anything with French fries. 
Just don't order. Well, well you shouldn't do that anyway. Why french fries not? don't travel well. Well, okay, but a lot of people do order things with french fries. Just don't order french fries. Just order a salad. Order the most unpickable at thing. Pick lettuce. It's just, you order something gross, and that way <laughs> the driver won't pick at no, it. No, you order salads. I don't order it. Well, yeah, but I go pick it up on my scooter. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you can't you can't fight them by ordering. Make your meal worse. Just to avoid salads. So, salads worse. to avoid uh, a guy picking. You want a chip? Fucking knock yourself out. I, Just don't stick your finger in it. No, yeah, that's gross. But I would do this. I think I would do this if I if I was a delivery person. Uh, of course you would. It goes without. We all it, we all would. It's like eating a grape at the grocery store. Yeah, peeing in come the on. shower. Peeing, come on, it's peeing in the shower. What are we yeah. talking about? We're talking about peeing <laughs> in I, the shower. Can I take a shower? Everybody does it. Yeah. Is it great? No. But what's wrong with it? <laughs> Nothing. Is it is it the custom? Nah, I mean, yes. Yeah. It's as much of a custom as peeing in a toilet. Yeah. At this point, who doesn't pee the in the same. shower? I don't know anyone who doesn't. Yeah. There's an old joke that a wasp. Remember wasps? Yeah. Now they just call them white people. Right. The definition of a wasp is someone who uh, gets out of the shower to pee. <laughs> so that's a joke what a waspy from thing to the do. 80s guys that's i was alive so in the good. 80s and that's i remember so some of the jokes <laughs> wasps it was a big subject uh all right now we've got let's just get right into um yeah, we're just what these white this. people doing what are white people doing this week nothing good they're shooting all made you look. They're all, they're shooting. They won't, they, they love shooting. Um, and uh, it is very depressing. It's more depressing than anything to me because it's so redundant. I, I'm just fatigued. I'm like, I don't, I've thought all the thoughts already. Right. I've thought all the thoughts that you can have in, it's like if your mom kept dying. It's like, I know, yeah, I'm fucked up. My mom died. And then she dies again three weeks later. You're like, right. fucking, what? Well, how'd my mom die again? <laughs> we didn't... We didn't figure this out. We didn't out. figure out how to not make my mom die. It is like Groundhog Day, but it's 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 bad. Yeah. Uh, and that would actually be a good action movie. Uh, if she, if the, Groundhog yeah. Day, but oh. they have to thwart the uh, shooter. Okay. Second. I would, you'd that's kind of like The Edge of Tomorrow, the Tom Cruise movie. Um, with Emily Blunt, so it's, it's a good, it's a very good movie. Oh, okay. Uh, they fucked up the title because Edge of Tomorrow just yeah. sounds like a fake movie. It sounds like um, Final Fantasy or something. You know what's a funny Neil Brennan anecdote that uh, uh, what was the name of the Will Smith movie that he that came out like two Christmases ago? What was it about? Just one of those the like, Netflix one. No, it was one where he has to write letters to emotions. Um, Did it start with an L? Maybe. Leonard or something? No. Uh, yeah. You're thinking of I'm Legend. Close. <laughs> no, that's not what it's... Um, uh, the fuck was it called? Collateral Beauty. And the first time I met him was on the set. And he's like, there's a movie called Collateral Beauty. I go, that sounds like a fake name for a movie. And I could tell <laughs> I hurt his feelings, but it, it was. It does sound, it does like, sound like a, a movie in a movie. movie. And he should have not done it. But uh, it, look, we know that now. Uh, now it's obvious. He's going to uh, take away the so camera. So I don't deal. know what to do uh, as a person. I wrote on Twitter yesterday. 
that clearly we're not doing enough. Just that's very clear. As people, we're not doing enough. Like there's something we should be doing and we're not doing it. We're we're all basically waiting for we go Congress, you do it. But it's like hiring a plumber and the water keeps rising. And it's like, dude, are you gonna do anything? Like someone needs or to you're because you're gonna drown if you don't do something. But I hired a plumber, so I mean, can we just focus on how fucked up the plumber is? Right. It's yeah. You're right. The plumber sucks. Yes, we all agree. We, we hire the wrong plumbers. But now it's your fucking problem. Yes, and and we all know the reason we're all so quick to blame Congress is because we know that doing anything would be. A fucking pain in our asses. Right. And it would be inconvenient and it would require travel and phone calls and canvassing. And it wouldn't even be money. People go give money. It's fun. Money's not going to help. Um, at this point, you just have to. You have to do like on the basically like a revolution. There are organizations that are com- combating this. Of course. I'm not saying that there are no, no, no I know organizations. I'm just saying that. There are people doing things, but we need an immediate, something more immediate. Well, know, the immediate thing, I, I mean, I don't, either. say again. I'm saying, I, I, I read an article of this organization. I don't even remember that. You know what I mean? Every it's town? Slow, no, it's not every town. It's, um, it is like, uh, I'll be able to think of it in a second. I Once just we don't go want, off the air? <laughs> basically, after I Google it. No, I just don't want it to be like dead air. But... It doesn't have like there's no real immediate action. It's like yeah, because it's the burn. wheels of 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 you know justice or Congress or it's like Obama said like the government's like a big ship and yeah. you can't just like yeah it's exactly like, it has to be like mm. what I always want to ask the gun people is like so if you if they and people go do you want to take my guns I don't want to take your guns I want to take your assault rifles do you understand why. And then you go, you don't even know what an assault rifle is. I can guess. Right. Within, if it, like the kid who, the kid in Dayton was dead in 60 seconds and he'd already killed eight people. That, that's not a great ratio. Right. The cops got there and a good guy with a gun got there in 60 seconds and, and eight people died, including his sister, which I don't know. It's nine people. It was nine. Yeah. Um, yeah, incl- I wasn't counting his sister. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> including his sister, which is insane. Like, I don't know if that was a mistake or if that was There's a story out there that I don't, it's not, com- you know, who knows right now because it just happened. Yeah. But I don't, this seems a little too coincidental. That his Perfect. sister was there? No, no. That, the reason why he's mad as his sister, I read, is that she's dating a black guy. But I don't no. know. Snopes. That's she's Snopes dating snuck. one of the uh, Jesse Smollett, uh, <laughs> Jesse Smollett's uh, MAGA attackers. It seems a little MAGA too, attackers. you know. He's already racist. It's fine. Well, no, apparently he's not racist. Apparently he's uh, oh, I, super, I'm, super like Antifa. I'm getting them confused. That's how mm-hmm. many have happened. Mm-hmm. Who had the manifesto, Dayton? I don't. Who did Mario Lopez shoot up <laughs> extra? Is that what happened? Now, did Louie shoot up a school? Let's just start I'm all so the I'm so confused. There's Uber too many news stories. are shooting. And I am confused. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't... They, there's not... Trevor had a good thing yesterday. It was very... Like, Trevor's like a really good... Trevor's like 
fucking presidential. He's very good in times of crisis. He's just because he's such a temperate person. He just doesn't lose his temper. He doesn't. He he's just very like. I just I was thinking. Right. It's so considered and 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 statesmanlike. Like he should just stop being a comedian at a certain point because he's more useful as a as a leader. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. Oh, leader. What did you... But yeah, I don't know what to say anymore. It's like, all right, so they lose... So gun people... So I want your your assault rifles, right? And uh, and in your mind, you'll lose... But I'll lose my gun. These people are losing their lives, dude. Yeah. Family members are losing moms, dads, brothers, sisters. Again, I'm not saying anything with this, but like, do you... How important... Is this argument? Even I, the most stubborn motherfucker on the planet, the king, king of the cockblockers, the battle axe, would go. You know what? That's too many. We got it. We got to do something. Right. We got to stop them. Uh, Have you ever been to a gun range? Yes, one time, and I did not like it. Did you like it? I, I know a lot of people that do like it. I. It was interesting. I did not like it. It scared me because I felt like at any moment someone could just turn around. Yeah, and they end could end my life. Yep. That was a little scary, but the it's kick- frowned upon, but it happened. <laughs> I did. I shot a shotgun. It was interesting how many when I was there, they were showing all the guns. How many references I remembered from gangster rap music? Of I'm course, like, a Ruger, Desert okay. Eagle. Is that sawed you? Off, sawed off, shotgun. So they spray. I yeah. It all made so much more sense. Yeah. Um, shooting a shotgun is the kick. Yeah, it's crazy. It's great. It's crazy That's for me. That's what creeped me out about it. I what creeped me out about it was how lethal they were. So palpably lethal. So powerful. Like it felt dangerous to hold it and right. shoot it. Like the kick is will bruise you. The kick, I got a bruise, and that's we're not talking about AR-15s or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, AR-15s are what's in a like a sheriff expedition. You know the big yeah. ones. They have them. I don't think we should have. I just don't think we weapons need to of see. war is what they're is what they're referred to as. They're weapons, just weapons of war. Of war. Oh. They are. They're not. They're. You're not hunting. Yeah, exactly. You don't need. Um, you're not hunting with them. But I will say, in these towns, especially places in the South and in the Midwest, where gun laws are way more lenient, they're very strict. They're the strictest in California, I think. But. Back in the day, I mean, people were are saying, you know, we used to go to school with rifles in our bag, in and it wasn't no one would think about shooting up the school in like Kentucky and. Oh uh, well, they used to have like uh, marksmanship at school. That was I, part of the thing. So part of it is yes, it, you are uh, a lot of these assault rifles are very accessible and gun technology. I mean, we specialize in it in America, but there is something going on mentally that. There are two. I'm not saying mental health, by the way. No, no, no. There, I hope you don't. No, I. Wait a minute. It, it, it's a mental health problem. I mean, it's a uh, mental health problem. I'm not saying these yeah. particular. I'm not blaming. No, you can't blame you know, video games or any whatever. It's it's. It's just a mindset. Here's what's happening yeah. to me. Here's one of the explanations. There are too many people, right? Okay. Just in the world. Remember, uh, you don't. Know, but the NBA used to be like eight teams, so there were only a hundred give or take guys who were professional basketball players. And most of them are in the hall of fame (laughs) because they were the only guys who were good at basketball. 
Now there's 32 teams or something like that. So there are 570 guys. They're nowhere near as good as the original 18 guys. Really? How could they be? It's just if you, it's like the first uh, batch, that's where all the quality is. And then in basketball? Yeah. I mean, in anything, in anything that expands, it's just going to dilute it. So the quality of people is being diluted by the number of people having kids. Like, what are the odds most of these people are going to have quality kids? It's you take a zero, two zero person, zero plus zero equals a zero, <laughs> equals a negative one in a lot of cases. I get what you're saying. The sports reference, though, if you look at a lot of different sports, mm-hmm. for example, gymnastics, what they were doing in the 50s was oh, would no, no, get no. you nothing. Don't, I don't get, get me wrong. You, I'm not yeah. saying that any of those guys could compete. What oh, I'm saying that's is what I thought you were they saying. were all great at basketball. Yes. And now... Oh, you're saying the percentage of how many people are good. Yes. It, yeah. So okay. there's still the same percentage of guys that are great, but there's 500 guys in the right. league. Uh, there's, you know, it's still like the... the There's still like the, the all-star team. And the all the all decade team that our friend was on, hey. uh, but uh, but there's we're just getting the humanity's watered down, and there's just a lot of garbage, and a lot of just garbage people that just shitty, poorly made, con- poorly constructed, bad brains, bad. They're ugly. They got bad <laughs> brains. None of them. They all had glasses. These are defective people. My eyes are defective. Full stop. Everything else. Everything else. Tipped up. Gold. Um, what scares me is that I just feel like we are going to have to live in a very unsafe world in the future. Everything is going to be regulated in terms of safety. Do you what know do you mean? mean? Are, you're contradicting yourself. If you say we're going to live in an unsafe world and everything's Meaning gonna be- everyone's going to be so afraid of each other. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right now, it's like, you know, I mean, let's take the store. I don't want to give anybody ideas, but it's like there's yeah. a bunch of people in the store and there's no like I don't think of it. I don't think of it at all. But I feel like in the future, when we gather in big groups of people, it's going to be way on on our minds that someone can just light this place up. Anyone can light a JFK said that apparently he's like, you cannot stop a lone gunman. You can't. There's nothing a, de- a yeah, no, one 100%. a solo person who's determined to kill somebody. You cannot stop. Um, no, you can't stop him. But we have this imaginary safety blanket. There's an around agreement. Us. Hey, don't shoot each yeah, other. Yeah, don't kill each other. Yeah, let's. We don't want to live in the wild anymore. We want to go into yes. society. So there's some agreements. Yes, it's one not lawless. Fucking don't shoot. People. Please don't kill me. Yeah. Um, but there's this imaginary safety blanket we all have where no one's going to run up to me and just punch me randomly on the street. But yeah. if that happens, that will change my entire worldview. And if that happens to enough people, I feel like we would make laws yeah. to prevent that. Maybe make sure like, yeah, you can't walk on the street. I don't know. But once that safety blanket is taken away from us, when we realize we can all just kill each other. The, it's also the the the... Not only are the people diluted, institutions are diluted. Yeah. Because it used to be, as people go, uh, you know, religion caused more wars than than any, whatever, than any other ideology. It's also stopped a lot of shit like that. Yeah. It's also stopped people, like guilt. Don't underestimate guilt. Don't underestimate <laughs> Catholic guilt yeah. <laughs> in keeping you from like, I can't 
the Virgin Mary won't let I you won't know, get just into that heaven. Dumb superstition that I think prevents a lot of shit. I yeah. I also agree that like the Inquisition wasn't cool, <laughs> but uh, not cool. But uh, th- so that's diluted. There's the government's uh, bought and paid for. There's just no reliable institutions anymore, and there's nothing to keep people. Everyone's isolated. Yeah, and that's not good for you know anything. And the I read last night the kid in Dayton had like a hit list in high school yeah. and, and a, a rape, rape list. list. And look, like, I get a rape list, <laughs> but guy, don't drink um, around him. You'll yeah. feel creeped out. <laughs> um, you know what's interesting is that. We used to call white people who committed mass murder or mass attacks, we used to call them terrorists. Like Ted Kaczynski was called a terrorist. Yeah. Well, that was before 9-11. Yeah. That's before we came to realize what a terrorist was, <laughs> which was like Ted Kaczynski. Same beard, but... Um, a little browner. But a little browner. A little and browner. In the name of Allah. Yes. So, in a different name. Yes. They're all in the name. Well, there's so little difference between... Uh, conservative Christians and conservative Muslims. There's almost no difference. There's the same. They just want the same. All the people thing. that say like they're just rooting for a different team. Y- yes, and they're, they're and at you the know same me. I actually believe in that kind of war. <laughs> yeah, you're. Like, but don't yeah. act like you know all the the abortion. Not having abortions, uh, uh, preventing shutting down abortion clinics is Sharia law. It's the same thing. If they it's all the ended thing. up in the same... Why does your religion have to be the rule of the land? Yeah. Why Why not just... You choose that. I'm going to choose something else because I'm not part of your religion. No, but have you heard about it? Have you heard the good news? Yeah, I heard it a bunch of times. <laughs> I heard it a bunch of times. It's not... It's fine. It wasn't that good to me. It was The news was fine. The interesting thing is this institutionalized racism, I don't know, prejudice against Muslim terrorists is, is fueling these white or these domestic terror attacks. For example, the FBI has a lot more resources to combat um, yeah, Islamic they, fundamentalists yeah, they, they than can, they do they can white supremacists. Yeah, they can infiltrate all the ISIS recruiting websites. Meanwhile, 8chan is running smoothly. No, me and my brother told you we used to be on these white supremacist boards cracking up yeah. and they're talking crazy. Yeah. They're not just kumbaya we don't like black people can you see over there it's pretty violent also they can track child pornography pretty well but somehow all this violent white supremacist sort of online activity it's like i gotta say it is funny when america tells on itself again where it's just like like there was a guy in cnn who was like this is us you see her on msnbc he's a he's a journalist uh, and he was like, black dude, he was like, this is us. This Don't stop saying this isn't us. It is us no, from the beginning. He's like, it's not, you know, the the. I think Cornell West said on Rogan, like, it's not, they say slavery is the original sin in America. It's not, that's not the original sin. The original sin is 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 uh, colonialism yeah. and, and fucking up Native Americans. Like, that's the original sin. And then, and then we're like, what else? What else? Okay, you. <laughs> I you want to take a you want to let's come take a trip. Um uh the I've been trying to write a joke about how America loves saying we're a nation of you know our founding fathers and we fought the British and we and then they and then 
someone goes, how about reparations for slavery? And they're like, that wasn't us. That was a long time ago. (laughs) We don't even know those guys. (laughs) Yeah, it's 100 years after the founding fathers. That what? That's so long ago. Why even bring that up? It was like Um, four people ago. Yeah. Um, So it's sad and I have no solutions. Although I know if I tried harder, it could end. I'm just hoping that it doesn't hurt me or someone I know. I have been to that place in Dayton. That it's near where Dave lives. Well, you guys, especially for comedians, you guys do these big theaters, these packed yeah. public spaces. Yeah, I remember some. There was. I a, remember after Bataclan, the the French, the ISIS French one. Oh yeah. The I remember doing a joke and it kind of worked. It would. It was. It worked, but it was like, huh. Yeah. I was like, I'd feel bad if someone came in and opened fire. I'd feel bad that I was your last show. <laughs> When Burr is going to be here tomorrow night, right, and I'm the last on. show you see. Fuck, I'm so sorry, you guys. You deserve better. It was funny. I was at the airport a few years ago, and everyone started screaming and running, and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a domestic terror situation." Yeah. And there was a rat just like uh, running, and so there was funny. like, "Get out!" Like a little Filipino lady. I just thought to myself, the first thought I had was, "Some there's a gunman." Yeah. That's probably not the first thought someone else has in a different country. No, they think rats. They think rats. They think it's the rats are here. <laughs> no, they don't think that in another country. And people were canceling the New York Times because they had a, or they were yelling that they were going to cancel the New York Times because they had a headline saying Trump speaks for uh, unity versus racism, which is hmm. like... Huh? And everyone was like, that's not what that speech was. That speech was a guy who's been fomenting racism. It was the first time yesterday where I actually thought about what a piece of shit Trump is. It's so odd that there's a president who talks the way he does. It's so fucking weird that there's an American president. His his inaugural speech was called American Carnage. (laughs) Literally, that was the title of the speech when at the inaugural address. American carnage. American carnage. <laughs> you see it everywhere. It's like it's so insane, it's and then weird. you see that there actually is a, yeah, there is a, a downstream. There's a severe consequences for people, yeah. like the people who got killed in, especially El Paso. I wonder if any of the people who've been affected, just were even in the city or physically affected, that were Trump supporters. I wonder if they connect. I bet there's some, especially in El Paso. I know a lot of people, a lot of people on the side were like, he's the president. He didn't do this. You know, there's a lot of that argument. Yeah. And I'm wondering how close are people connecting the dots? Pretty closely. The the news is, I think people like the mayor of El Paso was like, don't come. We're good. Yeah. Uh, But now having said that, the kid in um, Dayton had, antifa he liked antifa tweets right and he liked bernie tweets and elizabeth warren tweets um i would argue that shooting people up isn't a part of their platform (laughs) and not like it's part of trump's platform either but it's way closer to trump's (laughs) platform by saying that uh there's a mexican invasion everything's infested invasion it's we're in and they're invading it's like it's all this in-group, out-group shit. Yeah. That's just fucking... It's, it's pretty bleak. 
One, yeah, giveaway. One thing, I, I'm not going to say I like about Trump, but one thing that is good, at least for me, about Trump's presidency as, is no one, and I heard this so much, no one can say America is not a racist country anymore. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are like, oh, mm -hmm. it's like, really though? Like it's improved, life is better for, it. no one can hide anymore. America is less racist than it was 200 years ago. Yeah. 260, we're always, 30. We're even. always it's less, less racist. racist. But, but that's like, it's not, it's still growing. It still has like, you know, when a kid in grade school has like needs to take steroids, he has like growth issues. Right. He has pituitary issues or whatever. <laughs> America has racial pituitary issues we where it just can't get around it. Arrested just, we, development yes, over here. Yes, we cannot get around. We can't. It's such a huge issue that no one talks about other than us. We, yeah, uh, we are the. No, the I don't understand pioneers. when people go like, I'm obsessed with race. I'm like, how can you not be? I don't understand how you cannot, how you can look at the American landscape and not think that's the biggest issue, or at least in the top three. Something is wrong here. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, like it's at least in the top three. So I, I don't see how you cannot talk about it. Yeah. It's why we started um, this podcast. So it's why we, and for only, and for only that reason, <laughs> Daniel, let's go to unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. Boo this man! Boo! Not bad. That's fan submitted. That's good. Yeah, fan. It's not bad. Um, look, we've had better. It's not the song. <laughs> look, that that kid submitted early, and then people just destroyed him. Yeah. But he was an early NBA player. He's an early feeler. He yeah. was an early and, feeler. Uh, and, you know, not bad. He's an early NBA player. Um, here it is, everybody. Here's the unpopular opinion. Graffiti is corny. It is useless it is artless i'm not even getting into like it is a eyesore i don't the the i don't even see shit like that artless it's it's art the corniest shit in the world <laughs> it's okay. all the same art it's like if yeah. everyone just kept doing the mona lisa right. over and over again just the same fucking same shit like yeah would you see my mona lisa no dude it's the you're still it's not first of all it's not the mona lisa it's has more to do with like a kid's drawing yeah yeah than, dc i'm dc you know i fuck with superman that's my man uh out of context makes no sense daniel um daniel the, getting cocky it's, it's what's your art i write my name it's <laughs> my so basic it's factory settings yes Yes. Uh, Daniel, I don't know. Yeah, were you Daniel. asleep for 10 minutes and now you're... Oh, well, because I said don't do drops during oh, that shooting. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the... Yeah, I, it's just... What do you write? My name. Anything else? No. No. Or a pseudonym. Yeah. Well, my tag. Anything okay. else? What do you... And what are you getting at? Just... I don't know. Here's the thing. It's always in the same really crookedy font. Yeah. That's the graffiti font. The use, they call it, it's useless. That's the name of the font. No, it's not. I know, oh, I okay. I was like, really? Yeah. Uh, it's a You're useless old. font. I thought it's I was artless. Serious. It's also like, it's just nothing. You know what's weird? I like, I don't mind graffiti at all. I like it. It just all looks like, um, what was that movie? Beat Street. Beat Street. It all yeah. looks 80s. It hasn't, it hasn't evolved. Banksy. He does something. It's it's satire. It's cultural criticism. It's he, that's and art. also he's white. 
Um, so. uh, no, but he like brought something to it. Everyone else is like, all right, so what do you bring into the graffiti? My name, what else? The same font, anything else? <laughs> Different location. All right, did, we need to do better, guys. You haven't added anything to graffiti. Yeah, it's pretty, I guess, I'm not very inspired by graffiti. I love I love old, there's books with like old graffiti and I think it's cool because people were just hanging off of trains and doing wild shit. I like right. wild shit, but wild style, stuff like that. I, I like that it's old and it was at the origins of like hip hop and this yeah. and that. But outside of that, it looks like the same shit. It's like a rapper... Every rapper, you, most rappers' first single has a lot of their name in it. Yeah. My name is, right. for being the best example. Right. The Beastie Boys said that they were the Beastie Boys right. in almost Big every L. song. Big L. Big L. Like, Hove. There's, there's a certain amount of Nas. just like, my name is. Yeah, my name. Yeah, like, yeah, there's so much my name is, which I get. But the next level, and it's not even a high level, just go beyond what your name is. Right. Uh, is there any, or, or if you really want to express yourself, just get a canvas. And I know canvas isn't cheap, but neither is bail. You dummy. Do you like murals? I do like murals. Cause that's something. I really don't like murals. Go. I think they're fucking ugly. They can be ugly. I think. And I well, think I define, cracked the like there's a biggie one that I think is pretty good in Brooklyn. I, that I've I seen. cracked the code. Some are great that, but yeah, if you just stick to, Two or three colors, they're fine. Some are, they're so colorful. Everyone looks weird. A lot of murals are bad. Yeah. I, uh, I, most murals I find to be really bad. Um, the, yeah, they, I don't find, I, I, I don't mind it. At least it's like about somebody or right, exactly. commemorating something. It's a little, it's a step up. Yes. Other than like, my name. Anything else? <laughs> my name. But what I love up? dirt <laughs> and I love grass. Uh, yeah, like what are you saying? Oh You're not saying anything. Mind no. you, there's nice murals. Please don't. Again, yes. Don't and at I'm sure me. I'm bitch. You fucking bitch ass white boy. You should. <laughs> Dave was right. Um, you are a traitor ass white boy. Okay. Um, I also wanted to say that uh, romantic comedies are incredibly stupid and fake. Preach, preach, and, preach, preach. Uh, fact that women hold them up as anything other than here is the here's how you know romantic comedies are most women's ideas about when what men are capable of are from romantic comedies they're not from anything they've seen in real life they go my dad no your dad didn't do anything nice for your mom <laughs> uh my grandpa and grandma they if you think they were in love you're fucking kidding yourself <laughs> you grump no, they, I am a grump, but some the, people like some people's families. Yeah, really how like, many people do you think have long? Even I'm talking about married people. Right. Out of ten married couples, how many of you think have long a long sustained love affair? No, none. You don't think any? No, I just mean I don't even sign up. Like I'm with you. I don't think a lot. Right. What? Where do you think they got the idea <laughs> that it's possible? I'm not from life. They yeah, didn't get no. it from life. They got it from romantic comedies. Definitely did not get it from life. A lot of imagery and ideas of things are from movies. For example, before I went to New York, I'd be like, that's so New York. I never been. Why yeah. how the fuck do I know yeah. what New York is? Yeah. You know? I I sign I get what you're saying. Yes. But some people are really romantic. 
Yeah, I'm not saying that no one is. No, I'm I just know. saying that most people are not. And I, agree, I had a thought today that I'm going to try to work into a show, which is most male-female relationships end, most romantic relationships end, and the woman says he was an asshole, and the guy says she was crazy. Yeah. And they're both right. <laughs> totally. They're, no they're one's both wrong. Realize right. how crazy you sound? They're both right. They're both right in that she, I, to a woman, I am an asshole. I'm sullen. I'm thoughtless. I'm lazy. I'm inactive. I'm grumpy. I'm uh, perturbable. There's nothing. Keep I got going. nothing going for me, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and so I, I am an that. asshole, right? I'm thoughtless, whatever. Um, I broke up with her out of the blue, whatever. And women are, I think women are crazy because you thought I wasn't that. What right. gave you that idea? Right. That I, Where did you ever get the idea that I wasn't sullen, lazy, perturbable, uh, all the negative things I am, uh, lazy, just like watching movies? I told you the, the documentaries. I told you the girl that broke up with me. I broke up with her and she goes, good luck finding someone to watch her old man documentaries with. It's like, great. <laughs> the, you, that's she the best was, thing anyone's ever said to me right, in a breakup. Because I... Thank you for wishing me good luck because right. I really do need luck in that department because right. my tastes are fucking incredibly personal and they're not for really anybody. I'd say everybody. No, I'd say, I feel like I, me and you like most of the same. Yeah, like, we do. It's Frontline. Yes. It's boring frontline ass Frontline. And fucking, and uh, the Grim <laughs> Sleeper guy. documentary. <laughs> What's the guy that does it? You do Nick such Broomfield. a good, do his impression. Bianca. <laughs> I met him. I had lunch with him. Oh, it was amazing. Like a month ago. So cool. I love um, your Nick So, uh, Heidi flies. <laughs> um, uh, so the yes. Yeah, so everyone, the fact that women think that men are gonna be something other than all the negative attributes that men are is fucking crazy. You're crazy. I agree with you, but yes. here's the fucking tea of it all: rom coms are made by men mostly. Most rom-coms we've saw have been greenlit Jan by men. Green men. Uh, gay uh, men. I'm not saying they're not profitable. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. But women like... see them as a documentary and they're not. <laughs> I'm just saying that like there's a reason guys are just as complicit. The movie industry is run by men for a it's long like, time. Rom-coms have been around forever. But that's a it's a money-making venture. They're not it's doing it for I don't they're not they didn't write it. They just go, yeah, women will fucking no, eat but, this shit up. Dude, tons of guys have written rom-coms. Gay guys, yes. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like gay, the guy who writes Love Actually, all those movies, gay dude. All those he's British before when his funeral, he's a gay. What I'm saying is, it's I don't count that as men. He has the <laughs> same romantic notions that a woman would have. That's what being gay is all about. Okay. You <laughs> have a woman's soul, but a man's <laughs> sex drive and body. Running right, off everybody. Running right, off the rails everybody. here. Um, uh, I call it an unpopular pox blanket statement. Yes, that is a smallpox yes. blanket statement. Thank you, Catching Daniel. All sorts You're of one for nine. Um, <laughs> the uh, the yeah. So, romantic. Here's how. Here's how. Just remember the next time you're thinking you saw it in a romantic comedy. Romantic romantic comedies cost as much to see as Hobbs and Shaw, and they're <laughs> the same amount of realistic. Yes. Think is that really can a, can the Rock pick up Jason Statham and throw him over a car? Not without wires, he can't. <laughs> a lot of wires. Yeah, like not without wires and all kinds of help, and it's fake and it's not real. There's no gravity 
in those movies. It's like Star Wars. They charge the same amount as Star Wars as they do for Love Actually, and they're the same amount of realistic. I hate rom-coms. I think they're awful. Right. If anybody ever... The odd thing is, the funny thing about what you're saying is every guy I've dated really likes rom-coms, and I've dated a lot of guys. Every guy... But let's go watch that one. I'm like, oh, you want to watch that? That's awful. I notoriously hate them. They're so fake and stupid. And yeah, you know so what happens at the end. Uh, Whitney Kalen called them porn for women. <laughs> which is like, yeah, that's right. They're um, awful. But I think we're underestimating. Maybe she called them sci-fi and I called them porn. I think that's We're what, underestimating yeah. how many guys like rom-coms. A yeah. lot. In my experience. Uh, yeah, but again, that's empirical. And it's not. The, the <laughs> statistics are not. Do not bear that out. Okay. Well, If you look at rom-com opening weekends, and it's, all, it's always 70% women. Well, I'm, not, I'm just saying that not women aren't the only ones buying into this romantic shit. That come from... Most, yes. They're dumb. They're pleasing. They're sweet. But they're sweet like a, like a fucking Slurpee. They're awful. Yeah, they're... they're and I the same, hate... Them. They have all of the, the, the nutritional content of a Slurpee. <laughs> That's what they are. It's like, this is garbage. Someone took me to see her. Like, no shade. I was like, this should have been 25 minutes long. Her, the, the Spike Jones movie? Yeah. I, I that's not it. a romantic comedy. That's a dystopian uh, love story. Mm. This is like a rom-com. Not really, but all right. <laughs> there was no comedy in it. And it wasn't romantic. It was a tr- it was There was like comedic elements. I mean, it wasn't like love actually. Yes, no. But yeah. I just don't like this. I don't like movies about love. Mm-hmm. They're so fucking boring to me because they don't really follow. They're just not realistic. No one takes a real realistic look I at I always it. say guys only like a couple of them. Annie Hall, When Harry Met Sally, and... Um, Eternal Sunshine. Those are the only ones that I it got that are like this is like. what it's like to be in a relationship. Like arguing, barely get along, and then in <laughs> Annie Neil's Hall, type of wrong yeah, in Annie Hall, it's it's uh, doesn't work out. Right. In in it, Eternal Sunshine, it doesn't work out. But he's like, let me try again. And in Harry and Sally, I think they reshot it so it worked out. The first. <laughs> The first word, they had to reshoot. Oh, really? I think I could be mistaken, but yeah. Um, yeah, and they're all, they have to use all old people in Harry Met Sally because the young people's stories are fucking made, are not real because they doesn't happen that way because it's not like I was going to war and I had one day right. and she said, and I said, fuck it. And I had no way to meet any other people. That's the, like the key is like there were no other people around. There was no other options. Yes. All these movies. Yeah, my you mom the and dad were the only people they dated, I believe. That's not what? like a scientific method. Oh, my God. It was 1955. Like, mom, you know, I mean, maybe she dated two other people, but not in any real. They met, they met at the church. Like, it's you should have been at church, world. Neil. You should have been at church. Been had been at church? You should have been, been at church. You um, would have found a girl. So, rom-coms... Are corny. That's an unpopular opinion, but me and Banks saw eye to eye for Love once. How you feel, Neil? Um, let's. We have so many emails. Yeah, let's go. It's time to check that email. Great, Daniel doesn't <laughs> understand that the best drops are less than three seconds, and we had a long fight about it, which I will read now. Please don't. Okay. Um, uh, I wanted to do Neil Argus the Impossible. We'll get back to that. Okay. Um, okay. 
Need some advice? Would also love to know how Neil feel and how Binky's thinking. I like how everyone <laughs> says everyone that in every email. It's so good. Like, no, we assume that's what you're calling. <laughs> um, when it comes to being brutally honest with friends, I'm in my late 20s and grew up in the hood, so naturally I have a friend that's been rapping since he was 12. <laughs> Only 12? That's a late start. <laughs> I've always been supportive, but in the last year or so, the pursuit of his career has become sad and annoying. <laughs> the music is no good and sounds dated. Think hip-hop in 2008. Ooh. He's been a friend for over a decade. I myself am an aspiring stand-up writer. He's been really supportive of me pursuing that. A few months ago, we got in an argument. He brings up all the times I bombed. I, in turn, told him that he's just mad that my 10-minute spots and open mics can draw a bigger crowd than his music can. He he has, he has makes a living being an engineer in the studio, of course, okay. uh, but believes that he's meant for bigger things in music. How do I explain to him politely that chances are he's not and sometimes things pass you by? Love you both. Love the podcast. <laughs> Uh, Seems like he already did. I mean, no, he said it in a veiled way. Um, in the th- like, you're just jealous. He's not right. Here's He's the problem, and I believe the great philosopher Jerry Seinfeld said this: the problem with LA is the losers never leave. Mm. Meaning, people come out here, uh, and to and they go like, I always say that the Oscars is is basically propaganda for getting people to become extras <laughs> like anybody can be anything you can't be anything no. you can be if you're the hottest woman anyone's ever seen you can get into a couple auditions then okay so you're the hottest woman anyone's ever seen and you have a huge head that's what every actress has in common every successful actress has in common uh, especially starlets uh you know uh, you're the hottest woman anyone's ever seen and you have a huge head and perfect skin and you can act. All right. Now you're on a list of 400 people. Right. Okay. Now what? This is where it, it helps to just be insane. A lot of the actresses I know that made it are so ambitious. It's insane. Right. Uh, actors, same thing. You just, actors is not, it's ambition. Actors, I would say it's almost more luck in a weird way. Cause every guy's, no guy's great. A couple guys are great looking, but like Denzel is, you know, he's just charismatic. You just, Denzel have, is very good looking. Yeah, no, he is, but he's also just more charismatic than mm. anything. Like, um, so you have to be, it's impossible. So anyone who's tying their future to it, it's just a bad look. You should just give yourself a date. Yeah. Even the thing, like I did a uh, Comedy Central special that I liked. No one cared. And I was like, all right, I'll do one more. And then if no one cares, I'll stop doing stand-up. Because I'm not going to keep banging my head against the wall for an outcome that's getting less and less and less likely. And then the Oscars, someone wins every year and they're like... Believe in yourself. And you're like, right. no. Stop. <laughs> not everybody. But let's Void say. Void, we prohibited. Let's say instead of that, you kept getting really shitty writing jobs that were not good and you never got maybe a bigger break. How right. long would you have written? Or do you think you would have Five kept. Five years. Per- oh, I you mean, don't you, think- just, it, you just you see if you have the ability it. or yeah. not. I don't. Ability is kind of innate. All of these, right? Like, it is not all of these. Like you got to rise and grind and da 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 da. It's fucking every great artist I know has said some variation. On, I don't know where this shit comes from. <laughs> like some, all of the people you can think of that I, they've all said some version of like, mm-hmm. 
Right. Um, it's not like I went out, I wrote a million words a day and I did sit ups. It's not a montage. It's just, yes. I have this weird fucking ability right. that is weird. It's odd. Uh, and the, so the next step becomes, can you live life as a guy who didn't make it as a rapper? Um, there's games beyond the fucking game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so can you make it as a guy who was like, ah, I've tried to be a rapper and it didn't work. It's just so hard. Like if, you said a list of the 50 best. Oh my MCs, God. I wanted to, I wanted but the to funny thing is that's like every MC ever. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? In terms of guys that have made it, that's right. like every MC. It's like so many MCs and, uh, it's still, and what I say not as like, there's so many MCs. I'm just saying like, not that many people make it in hip hop. Like, and the guys that they're like cannabis or guys that almost make it are like, right. Or that they never ah, break close. Like, yeah, didn't quite make it. I mean, the thing is, if you have a creative, if you're pursuing a creative career, I don't think there's a problem with doing it forever, but you have to get a little realistic. You know, you can always do something on the side, but you gotta, you gotta fucking pivot. At some I mean, point. at a certain point, what for the 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 thing I noticed, and it's this is there's a lot of truth to this. It's not a truism per se, but there's a lot of truth. Most comedians succeed under the age of thirty. You don't think Louis and Burr are the only exceptions? Like no, in no, the Louis history, Burr, no Louis Burr, Mark Marin, um, uh, Marin, but Marin like his success Sebastian. was podcast based. Yes, again, but they'd rather Aziz, Schumer, mm. Mulaney, Jesselnick. All the people that made it in their late 20s, those are the ones. Like, Louis had to do it himself. Uh, right. Marin had to do it himself. Sebastian, you know, eight years ago was like, I'm doing birthday parties in the Middle right. East. Like, he had to do it himself <laughs> by just... But also, Sebastian's fucking hilarious. Right. We all knew Sebastian all, was yeah. hilarious. Like, no one didn't think Sebastian was hilarious. It's just that showbiz can't detect talent they can detect crowds, right? But they don't know they why. They can the detect crowd is. money. Yes, they can detect it's money. It's like a monster crowds. that only smells money. Yes, yes, <laughs> they can here. detect crowds and money, but they don't know why the crowd is there. Right? They have no idea. They can't predict that a crowd's going to come. They just and then they pat themselves on the back, like you just looked at a size of a crowd. What the fuck did you do? It's funny. You know how the story is becoming a little bit more of a headline headliner yeah. club. There's some comedians that used to get like booked in main room. They don't get as booked as much from the OR and they, you know, they like grumble. That's what I'm talking and about. And it's funny. And I always tell them, I say the same thing. I'm like, the, the only time you're going to get what you want out of this club or any other club is when you don't need this club. Right. When you're fucking doing way bigger shit, then you can come and bump or have the main spot or have Delia's spot in like a main room Saturday. It's like, you're not getting that until you already make it on for yourself. Also, it's the thing about this every comedy club is it's pretty simple in terms of just put uh whatever the thing is that can tell laugh that can the volume <laughs> a, a meter. The des yeah, the Decibometer, decibel meter. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure that's decibometer. That's not it. <laughs> uh We're done. decimeter. Uh and decimeter. just put it on the put it on put it in the middle of the room and You'll see that 10 o'clock first spot gets decent laughs. Yeah. 10.15, a little bit better. 10.30, uh, 
10.30, big laps. 10.45, fucking huge laps. 11, huge laps. Like 11.15, good laps. It has as much to do with the time they go on as innate ability. 100%. It's a bell curve. Yes. A comedy show is a bell curve. Yes. At least the kind we're talking about, like story improv, whatever. So... At, yeah, I mean, I remember... The best comedians will be third, fourth, and fifth. Exactly. I remember it's when baseball. Ali Wong was 130 in the OR. Of course. That was her spot. Yeah. Like two before Barris. And I'm like, now she can bump anyone. Yep. She's just like, I feel like doing a little comedy yep. today. Comes in her pajamas. Comes in her pajamas, sweats. Yep. And is like, kills it. Yep. So to me, I'm like, but she doesn't need it anymore. She doesn't need to call every week and leave a bills. Yeah. You know? And it it's kind of... That doesn't always happen for but me. But there's also alleys that are... 50 yeah. or 50 something or 60 and you kind of go like what what do you think is going to happen there's a, a been a lot of like old timers coming back i yeah. think after mid-season memorial yeah. and it's so interesting because they all have such good charisma because they've been doing it for so yeah. long like since the 80s they have weird names like bobo coco yeah, yeah, and yeah. roco whatever they have fucking good charisma yeah but they're energy is old it's like dated yeah it still feels dated even though they figured out how to talk to a crowd like you can tell they're seasoned but it is a little like well you just there's certain types of communication that are old like all of those 80s comics talk like commercials yes like they all talk like commercial like you see that <laughs> like that's all of their that's their style that was such a good actor yeah that's that's their whole style and then 90s have a certain way you see it with older black comics from the 90s where they still talk like it's the 90s you know it's funny though black versus white comics from the 90s or 80s the black ones are still... Of course. Oh, yeah, You're yeah, still yeah. like... Yes. They're, you're, they're getting course. more laughs. Yes. I'd rather have Michael Collier than, <laughs> than whoever. Um, yes, but you gotta, you gotta accept yeah. de- defeat. But, but then the, the next thing is, what does that mean? Does that mean you're a piece of shit person? Does that mean you're not... Just means it didn't happen for you. It's one of those right. weird things. I think there's an ego pride element. Where I, I don't. Yes, of course. Like, I'm no, sure it's extremely I'm painful. And all of the pain that I've had in that regard, I have other things to fall back on. Like, well, I'm still a popular blank. Right. But if I if I moved out here and nothing ever. And the other embarrassing thing, or what I would think is embarrassing, is not seeing everyone else write jokes and you can't. You literally go to the well and it's dry. Yeah. Has got to be terrifying. Yeah. And and almost insane making. It would make me insane. Well, for It's com- a form of torture. For comedians, I feel like that's worse because you can be a really talented actor and not get an audition or not know someone who yeah. can connect you, but you at least have this internal well of like, well, I know. Yeah. At least I'm not crazy. But if... But all... A comedian has is himself all he can rely on is himself yeah, to the, make his the own content order of comedy for me is biggest laughs mm. then level of difficulty of the jokes meaning level of sophistication right. of premises structure etc and then and then the next thing is like well how many do you write Right. And the and, you got that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyone can write one, but, but can you write a bunch all, all the, the time in perpetuity? In perpetuity. Until, 
Yeah, you, and it's it's daunting as fuck once you know that those are the I don't maybe people don't know that those are the gauges, but if you look at the Hall of Fame, it's just right. biggest laughs. Now they know. Most uh, uh, level of difficulty amount. But a lot of comics, it's funny because the comics, especially successful ones like the headliners, don't seem like guys that really, really want a bunch of people to like them that much, you know? But yet you're in a, yeah. you're in They're an industry where misanthropes. Yeah. it's so interesting to me. Cause it's not like they, it's not like it's, I know listen, it's not like it's, listen, it's some approve. Yeah. Okay. Approve. It's just to, uh, to keep the wolves at bay. Isn't it torturous though to need something from a bunch of random ass people? I don't, I never see it as need. Okay. I see my own process. If may I talk about my process? Yes. Uh, as uh, <laughs> I just like, I write, jo- it's a way of talking back to the world. Mm. That's okay. It. Yeah. It's that- just a way of talking. Like you hear all this shit and it's like, stop. I have something I'd like to say. <laughs> kill, kill the music. <laughs> Here. They, I have some. Yeah. That's it. So yeah. I think that might be a lot of people. Well, that's also a way to process it. So it's yeah. not like you're out on the street dancing for a damn penny. Yeah. I don't think Louie is out. Or Burr. Yeah. Or any know. of you guys. Yeah. Dave wants people to like him. He just but has he's a, really likable. Of course. But he just had that's a chicken egg thing. Yeah. It's like uh, like which came first. Like right. he really is a he's a fucking ham. It's just a ham. Such a delicious yeah. honey baked um, ham. Um Hi Neil Bianca. I was listening to your thoughts on marriage on the latest episode. Which one? Uh and I remembered an interesting example of why marriage may bring some additional short term benefits. Okay. He then goes on to this fucking guy. I think uh, I think having the additional barriers to breaking off the commitment, including showing your commitment from the people you know, can help couples make long-term investments together, such as buying a house, investing in a business, or having children. That would make less sense if there was a high chance of separation. Uh, it might be similar to the reasoning behind starting a company instead of dealing with many different suppliers and negotiating more <laughs> favorable terms over and over again. So it's an economy of scale is what you're saying, <laughs> sir. Uh, sir... If you're going to have babies, marriage is probably a little better than not. I would say I'd put that under 10%. And (laughs) to say that making a a commitment hard to break makes it a worthwhile commitment is that would make Facebook the greatest organization in the world because it is impossible to cancel your fucking information. It's so what that does. That's not an indicator of anything other than you're a fucking asshole. Right. You're making this difficult. And I, you shouldn't stay in something, be, a love, emotional relationship, because it's a hard contract. Yeah, well, you kidnap a child I, bride, and it's like, you can't escape. Yeah, That's I, what makes it better. Yeah, it's yeah, but it's not. So it's hard to escape, so therefore you're a hostage. Right, and <laughs> it's therefore, a silent hostage. That's, that means it's the, the universe wants you here, because <laughs> I lock the door. You know um, the universe. You know. Um, Why did you... CC oh, I got a so lot much. of Louis Louis hate. Okay. Hi, Neil. Love your podcast. Neil Bianca, I love your podcast and hearing your views every week. It's coming. But uh, the way Neil spoke about Me Too and the Louis situation this week was fucked up. Here's why. You're presuming that young girls are using their sexuality to get something from the older male. Sometimes they are. Sometimes they're not. <laughs> also, she blew her whole case right there. Also, because you think that that's what they're doing doesn't mean that's true. When I was in my 20s, I was often sexualized by men in the workplace and harassed. 
Now I know it's because I have big boobs and bosses couldn't see past that despite me being highly accomplished young woman with three degrees. Yes, three. At the time, uh, I thought they liked me or thought I was talented. Now I know that they were sexualizing me and maybe sometimes it was a way for them not to feel intimidated by me. What I'm saying is quite often young women don't realize men are looking at them through the lens of sex. This often happens outside of the workplace, by the way, and every time you realize a college friend, boss, colleague is sexualizing you, it's demeaning. Uh, okay, number two, younger people need help from a mentor to succeed. Boys and girls benefit from older mentors, and if you're a nice person and have the time, it's great to help them. Uh, three, sometimes younger people may just want to simply be friends. Is that too hard to imagine? Maybe they don't want anything. I have trust issues and was raised by a narcissist, so I have to work this on this one by myself, but it's true. Sometimes people... Just like you want to hang. Basically, not everything is about sex or about someone trying to get something. Everything she said from the male point of view was about sex. She's wrong and right in a few points here. One, the situation we were talking about was... That was not you just like bugging this girl like, hey, let's grab a drink. That was somebody entering into this sort of gray area. Yes sexual dating thing so you wanted clarification yeah i was the one arguing for like hey what What is this what is this and that's only because one you're a man of a certain age and you've wasted a lot of fucking time on i feel like it's like i don't want to to fucking bomb i don't want (laughs) to like i don't why go to a hostile (laughs) audience right exactly so that i feel like she's wrong and I don't see a problem with what you're saying. But what she did, what she is right about, okay, now I'm fucking wrong. Uh, what she is right about, though, and I can attest to that, and a lot of women can, is if you are sometimes, there's just a naive factor sometimes with women where I think we're equal. Right, and but you that's, don't notice you know that. that's a willful naivete. That's that, willful. No, that, that is something that does have to come because it's willful, sure, but... Because I'm telling you now. I know, I know. Every but guy, Uncle Neil's telling you. It's hard, they, though. Even the guys that Uncle don't want to fuck you want to fuck you. The problem is we hear it. We see it. Oh, guys, everybody wants to fuck you. People, you know, tell you when you're young, cover up, don't show, blah, blah, blah. You don't realize until trial and error the severity of how many dudes would fuck you. To the point where I, so many examples of, like, well, he would not fuck me because yeah. we're friends. Genuinely. Under no circumstances would blank want to fuck. Yeah, no. We're, he's he's more attracted him. to me than a cactus. He's more that's attracted to a cactus. Him. And I was so painfully wrong to the point where it, you really have to have a growing up as a woman moment where you're like, dude, everyone would fuck me. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you look like. If it was the right situation... I'm not saying at yeah. every moment or they would throw away their yeah. friendship, but in the right circumstances, every guy yes. would hit it. And that is a tough pill to swallow. And that is not willful naivete. That is really not understanding men. Yeah. To real, the real. Well, it's not taking men, men's word for it. They're not fully, because half the but time I'm, it's like, but we're I'm equal. Telling, we're, I have we're, no we're, dog in this fight. I'm telling every woman listening. Okay, now, now I he's had a woman uh, email me the other day, like that I'm friends with in, in England. She was like, a guy sent me a dick pic in a meeting. Oh my god, that's so crazy! Like I was sitting across the table from him, and I was like, "What did you do wrong?" She's like, "I was nice to him because I thought I was being standoffish, so then I wanted to be nice." And I'm like, "You can't be nice." I know that's a, a crazy bitch. thing to say. Pick your poison. 
Yeah, but that's not our. But that's. I agree. I we, agree. We're talking about it very much as. You know, all all the burdens fall on women. Where it's like we really need to criticize just because you physiologically any, would fuck. Here's an analogy. Doesn't I mean of. any place that men are is a bad neighborhood. <laughs> okay. Because the analogy people come up with is when women go, I should be able to wear whatever I want. Yeah, and I should be able to push a wheelbarrow full of hundred dollar bills through the Bronx. Right. Legally, I can do that. It's just not smart, and it's. Again, are you victim blaming? Are you victim no. blaming the guy with the wheelbarrow? Are you wheel? Are you barrel blaming? I guess I am, in that regard. Dave has that bit where he had twenty five thousand dollars on him and he had to like go through New York, like back to his apartment. He's like, he was so scared that like to have that much money on him in the hood. He's like, now I know what it's like to have a pussy. Yeah, and yes. it's so true. Yes, that's because- absolutely right. Um. So, so if you don't real, I'm telling you now, realize that I also don't think women should socialize with men outside of work. Women, men that they work so with, extreme. I don't think that. Again, I think that it should just be. Uh, it should not happen. Also, drinking guys- at drinking at holiday parties to me is the dumbest <laughs> idea. People just stopped doing it this year. Like we're not gonna have a holiday party right. this year. It's like, why did you ever have a holiday? I love holiday parties. Why party. would anyone want to get drunk around their boss? It's like yeah, it's crazy. the guy crazy. who's got my future in his hands. Let me loosen up. <laughs> let me show him the real me. No, he's paying for a certain you that's this this much bandwidth. Don't show him any more than that. But the thing her. is, men, because you get on women's cases about them being like, no, I don't mind short guys. I'm a, And then you're like, you fucking do mind. Guys have this. They put on a guise of, no, I'm just your friend. Like a lot of guys do play the nice guy role absolutely never believe them yes never under don't believe me when i say it believe what i'm saying now but if i was saying like i would never like no believe what i'm saying believe him right Um, believe me right now but don't believe me if i present myself (laughs) in a let me do that uh, having said that i'm now i'm more just like what is this But that's why i respect what you're saying because it's even now if i wanted if i went on a date let's say a guy's like oh let me take you out i'm like let's meet for a drink or a coffee. Like, I don't want to sit through a fucking dinner with you. Meet him for a coffee. Daytime. Yeah, daytime. A friend of mine was telling me the other day that she was friends with a guy. They were like super close. And then she goes, we almost made out. But then he said, can I kiss you? And I was like, ugh, he ruined it. I'm like, okay, cool. So, so, okay. So that's the problem. Mistake. Yeah, that's (laughs) the problem with the whole thing is that there weren't, you know. Yeah, you need, well, you know what's interesting, especially in this industry, if anybody, now I know, though, if someone is like, oh, you know, can we meet for lunch to discuss it? I'm like, cool, legitimate. Can we meet for dinner to discuss it? Anytime You're trying to fuck guy me. You'll feel creeped out. Anytime a guy wants to meet, it's fine. But it's at least date. if it's a lunch and it's at least I can respect it. Just if here's you, what you say if you're a woman. If a guy says, where should we meet? Say the police station. <laughs> There's a cute little cafe. Yes. Meet me at booking. the fucking police station and put your hands where I can see them. <laughs> um, and uh, and the then she also small. said younger people oh. need a mentor to succeed, boys and girls. Mm. First of all, I was talking about mentors the other day. The idea of mentors is such hog, hog shit. It's here's how mentorships work. Um, somebody's like... 
Fahim referred to me as like a big brother to him, Fahim Anwar. Yeah. Now, the reason he says that is because he, I think he's funny and talented. And take him on the road. And so I, I have him open for me and then I just yell at him about his yeah. taste and jokes. It's and like a whatever. dad. Yes. Am I mentoring him? I guess, but there's an inherent talent right. to that. He has an inherent talent. That you had nothing to do with. That I didn't, that I'm not trying to foster. Right. I just want someone to, why not reward somebody who's funny with a, is he learning shit? Maybe, but I'm not, it's not a specific, um, you're my mentor. Hey, hello, it's me, your mentor. You just don't like the name. No, no, no. It's not, I don't really like, like. You think it's like cheesier than it needs to be, I guess. No, I also just know girl, it's like. Because there's benefit to having. I, yes, I, there are a lot of. All I can tell you is the way Michelle Wolf is around all of us is very is a I is a model for other women in a workplace with a lot of guys. She's fucking Schumer was the same way. Fucking funny, cutting. Schumer's got a big boob has her boobs. Yeah. I never I don't think anyone ever was like <laughs> Um, well, because you, if you're going to relate in a way, you also have to be really self-aware. If you're going to relate to a man in a sexual way, that that's a way of communicating, you know? Yes. And that has to be... You got to turn that off. You got to turn it off. You got to turn it off. And and, and again, it's specific. That's, but that's, that's you the have naivete to know. thing where she goes, I didn't know. If you're... You got to know. You got to hit the, hit the, the lesbian energy. What up? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Here's he his eyes. <laughs> the, uh, the... 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 Um, Analogy I come up with is you can tell when somebody wants something from you. You can just tell by mm, things mm, they mm, say. Mm. It sort of leaks in. Yep. There are times where I know people want to talk about Dave. They, I can just oh, tell. yeah. It's like itching. I can tell. They're fucking so. dying to do it. And once they bring it up, I'm like, oh, and I just leave. <laughs> I want to see that so bad. I just go, oh, okay. I don't go like, yeah, I knew it. I just <laughs> no, go, okay, just nice leave. meeting you guys and whatever. Like, it's just boring. And that's what... In some so ways, boring. if women feel sexual energy from guys, unfortunately, you have to get the fuck out of there. A lot, right, hey, in women's defense, a lot of women bounce the moment oh, a guy good, is like. Good, I don't, I, that's as it should be. I don't, I think that when I bounce, when people want to ask a Dave thing or can I get yeah. something to Dave, whatever. Same thing. Same. I am, I'm losing out on things. Like I could get a lot, a lot of free shit by holding myself out as Dave's representative. Right, right. I don't, I go, I don't want that shit. It's a too big a price to pay for that shit. So if the thing you want is, um, it's a, I, I don't, and I don't say this like it's easy and obvious. Right. I'm saying all this stuff of like, it's unfortunate that it is this way. Right. But it is this way. And especially in light of the, of things like he ruined it by asking consent. <laughs> There's that's a lot very, of new. Like, girl, a, you got pick and choose. No, I know, but that's not. That's they didn't. Women didn't have to pick and choose till like a year and a half ago. Right, and so there is a learning curve. There is yes. like, oh fuck, you're well, well oh yeah. well, you know, if you get, it's like your foot gets amputated. Now you gotta like can't now do gotta, the same thing. Now you gotta hobble. Um, <laughs> the yeah, it's like the the. So if they sexualize you, it sucks. But it's unfortunately they. It's whatever just they a, do to me in the a, Dave way, or they have a whatever they 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 see me as an opportunity. Once I see that, I'm like, oh, I got right. uh, there's nothing in this for me. You, it's a rite of passage as a woman to just understand that, and it takes time. So if you're if the girl's like 22 and she's like, oh, yeah, let's I want to pick your brain. She's not understanding like if you're not sure, even like if you don't see him as a, in a sexual way, 
and he can smell it because you're maybe yeah. a few decades older than her, like you're out. And that's, there's a little morsel of learning she gets. Yes. And her third point was younger people just simply want to be friends. Is that too hard to imagine? No. no it's don't. not too hard to imagine. I'm just not interested in being friends with a, some, some person. Some, like I said, I wouldn't have a drink with a 22-year-old woman any more than I'd have a drink with a 22-year-old man who wanted to be friends with me. I don't want to... Again, the people that that's, I've that's like, quote-unquote mentored, like Gerard used to open for me sometimes. Uh, Gerard was like a kid who was showed a lot of promise, and I liked his point of view. He was yeah. interesting. He's a rare thing. He's a rare He's thing. special. So, so like... Yes, I will go out with, I would eat with Gerard once a year, which is about all, all a friendship with me gets you. Yeah, we eat like once or twice a year. Yeah, that's about it. Me and Blake eat, I mean, it's, yeah, me and Rock, it's like not like, hey, what are we doing? Right, what are you doing Whoa, this weekend? I'm outside, bro, getting the convertible. There's <laughs> Get no, on the scooter. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing to it. There's also, the fact that young people, like, young people just want to be friends. Well, they're, let's, fine, let's give her that, but what's in it for the old person that's what i'm saying an old person doesn't just want to be friends i got no time you that's don't you already have a lot they don't of realize. like you know how close i am to death <laughs> i don't know either but it feels close lady i don't have time to fucking fritter around marina del rey fritter and then also you the your friend growing or obtaining a friendship style completely changes when you're older when you're young it's like oh my god she's fun i mean yeah, we ran nearby, into her at a smoothie yeah. Yeah, please. Let's, let's go be get, friends. You're yeah. like that's not a that's not that doesn't merit a friendship. <laughs> that's just some chick you keep. It's an old Louis joke, which is what? you ever feel like, uh, it's you ever bump into the a person you don't know again. He's like it's like God's running out of it out of, out of extras in a movie of your life, <laughs> where he's like go be a jogger, and he's like but I was just the mailman. He's like fuck it, go be a jogger. <laughs> um, Louis C.K. Let me do the next. People one. had another a lot of Louis shit for me too, but it it yeah I don't. What were they saying? Like, talk about anything else. Rich, white, male comedians all have the same point of view. No, they don't. Uh, and also, there's shit about the Louis stuff that people don't know. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell you what it is. No. But but trust me when I tell you. write a news story. Yeah, about. like, it's, I'm not, it, I don't, I stand by my take on Louis, which is uh, uh, most shame on him. But, but, uh. You can't be surprised when you got to go when you go to a guy's hotel room at midnight. You can't be surprised that he's a creep. No, when I'd his like whole act is being about being a creep, you can't be like what. And it's the thing: would he have brought a comedy? Would he have brought the Sklar brothers to his room? <laughs> no. You keep using Under them as no examples. I love it. <laughs> would he have brought the Sklar brothers to his room, or the Lucas twins, or anybody? Only twins now? Yeah. Well, because it was a comedy team. Um, and there are very few comedy teams. Here's the thing. Oh, yeah. They were a comedy team. I always had, it was one of my old mantras. Never go on vacation with a guy unless you, unless you plan Correct. on fucking him. Yes. Because uh, you're a bitch. And here's the thinking behind it. Now I know that. Right. Trial and error. Doesn't mean I went to, you know, some yeah. fancy pants thing. You might have gone to San Diego. <laughs> something enough. I went far enough Fresno. to realize... I've made a huge mistake. Yeah. I've made a, a huge miscalculation in the fact that I could finesse my way out of this when we came and are leaving together. Why my am mistake. I? Why am I putting myself in that annoying of a 
situation. Doesn't mean the guy who's gonna rape you. No. That's why I'm like, I get it to a certain extent. Them putting themselves in that position. You know, I feel if like red flag wants should to have, have gone lunch up. with me, and I know they're gonna ask about Dave. I will not have, or even like go on my boat, and I know it's leading well, for the ass. Stuck. Or it's, you're fucking nothing without Dave. Yeah, or it's yeah. a script they have. I just don't go, and I lose out on things. But the problem but, is that let's say you actually, but you only don't go now because you've made the mistake to go and have been like, yes. this is awful. Yes. So I don't know. These women don't seem very young. I think they were in their thirties, but. Um, I just wonder why a red flag didn't come off. Maybe because there's two of them. I would feel a little safer going in that situation if I was with my friend and another comedian. I don't What's think he in would... a hotel room. I understand that, but it two two bitches going to like a basketball player's hotel room. To me, I think maybe there's that naivete coming in again. Of oh, it's like a comedian. Like whatever, we're gonna go. Every guy wants to fuck you except your dad. And even he would fuck you if he had to. Mm, that's so disgusting. <laughs> I know it is. And that's human nature. And that's where I live. Okay. <laughs> Can I read the next one? Yes. Hi. I'm going to do your voice. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Bianca's gonna read. Thank you. Oh, we get twofer. We got a twofer. Hi. You've discussed how Neil... Feel, oh yeah, okay. You've discussed how Neil feel and what Binky thinking about Nikes, Jordans, Yeezys over the past couple of shows. I remember Neil used to have quite the Nike SB game when I'd see him do stand-up earlier in the decade. I wondered what led Neil away from his SB collection and if he thinks they can make a comeback as a retro, retro slash be cool again in the near future. Thanks. Okay, that was. I'll tell you what. What's SB? Skateboard. It's it's Nikes with big thick tongues. They're great. Okay. Here's this plays into what I'm saying. All of those guys, they would give them to me in the hopes the Nike SB people Uh would give them to me in the hopes that Dave would wear them on the show. So I had ten pairs of them, and so then I feel like (laughs) a piece of shit. Dave thinks I'm a piece of shit. Because I'm taking bribes. Right. Meanwhile, I'm like, I don't fucking know. I didn't know that that's what they wanted until until was it was your, too late. Yeah, that but was once your I did, I stopped. Stuff. Not like I stopped wearing Nike SBs. Look at me. I've got a gift certificate. But I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, if it comes with a note of like, I hope to yeah, if get it a comes, quote about Dave. Finally, it was like, oh, I can't leverage this for right. shoes for $80. Right. That's what <laughs> right. you realize. It is like, what am I trying to get? Right. $80. People love free shit. I know. It's it's got it's got 10 times its value. Right. <laughs> if it's free, it's 10 times the value. Like, I used to go to a lot of screenings and yeah. people would ask me about the movie. I'm like, I didn't pay for it, so I kind of don't know. Yeah. If I paid for a movie and it was terrible, I'm so mad. If yeah. I didn't pay for a movie and it was terrible, I'm like, you'll yell fine. out after an action sequence, $13 <laughs> if you don't like it. Um so yeah, I there was a benefit I was getting. It was gross and I stopped getting it. Yeah. Um, hey Neil and Bianca first I want to say that I watch the podcast every week on YouTube I'm a huge fan so thank you for that now I'm 30 with a 4 year old son and his mother and I barely get along I moved out I moved here 3 years ago because she wanted to be closer to her family and I wanted to keep her happy we were together at the time otherwise who the fuck wants to be in North Carolina but I'm (laughs) writing you because what do I do now 
I will not leave my son, seeing as I'm not a huge piece of shit and I love my boy. But the problem remains, I'm still in North Carolina. I've been trying to accept the fact that this is just the way things are, even though I'd be happier almost literally anywhere else. But how Neil feel and what Binky thinking about what I should do? I feel my options are limited at best. Oof. She yeah, have never moved I there. I mean, it, the the did you hear Rami Youssef's joke about wearing condoms? No, it's a it like changed my opinion about. Oh, condoms. tell me, I saw him the other day. He uh, he did a joke where he said. People are like you. You he'd never had sex without a condom. He was, and people are like, "Are you crazy? Like it feels so good. Like you and he, it like, he, and he's like, yes, but wearing a condom feels good two days later. <laughs> two days later, I'm don't have any worry or <laughs> yeah. shame or checking or calling her. He's like, you're raw dogging her. I'm raw dogging Monday, <laughs> right? And it made me, it changed my, it was like, he's so right. Right. Um, and, uh, but that's the thing about sex that people forget sometimes is there are huge consequences. Yeah. To your happiness. Yes. Your happiness, your life. Your will, your own personal will you've loved since you were born. Yes. Your life, it's, your life is no longer your own. Ugh. It's not. It belongs to the kid. I and, know. And, and, and you're a total fucking asshole if you leave. Yeah, and he knows that. So all I would do if I were this guy is uh, take some pride in the fact that you're a decent person. Where's... What? And subtly remind your son of it every so often. I'm kidding. Um, and, and just like try... I mean, you know, it, North Carolina ain't what it used to be in terms of... It used to be like North Carolina, yeah. and now it's you've got like Petey Pablo cities, and you've got, you've got Petey Pablo, you've got you've got uh, Charlotte, you've got like places you can go for. It could be worse. It could be South Carolina. Um, yeah, yeah, South true. Carolina is worse, way worse. Uh, so Raleigh, you've got cities. And Move to like the most poppinous part. Yeah, you can go to yeah, Raleigh, you go to Chapel Hill. There's places you can go that are relatively refined and sophisticated and like people go there on tour that's yeah. kind of all you can hope for is like you don't your your cultural life isn't great but i again don't the internet is so great for that because guess what closer. you don't get to come to the comedy store but you can listen to 50 hours of podcast More. commentary around the comedy store per week you so can watch stand up. You you're can... as you don't know me. You don't know Bianca. You don't know Rogan. You don't know Delee. You don't know Segura. You don't know. On and on and on. But you do. You don't know Theo. But you do. Right. You don't spend any time with us. But some would say this is the best time of my week. <laughs> Meaning the show, the people's show is usually the best part of them. Right. Like that's the fun part. This is the ref- this is the unrefined. Uh, yes, it's a, or and or refined. It's like I just mean unfilled. Like, yes, this it's is like them this is, but this is also like I've sort of edited <laughs> the things that I'm good at talking about. You know, like and that's so. It's like you, doing an audition like on tape. Yeah, it's like I didn't like that take. Like you can just make it do it again. Perfect. Yes, and that this is some something akin to that, and. So while I, I admire you staying for the kid, uh, it's not just think of how much worse it could have been 20 years ago. 
Yes, look on the bright side. Honestly, like it it used to be what, and now it's like Charlotte, it's Raleigh, it's it's uh uh Charlotte. Is that Raleigh. why you don't have kids? Yeah, you um, just think you'd be like maybe too selfish. Not in like I a don't I I don't way, but... want my dad didn't like having kids, <laughs> so he had ten. Yeah, my dad didn't like having kids, and I worry. I get the feeling that that <laughs> same thing is in me and I'm not oh. going to roll the dice. Right. Let me see. I'm not going to fucking, I'm not going to do that. Cause the other thing is I wouldn't be an asshole. No, you I wouldn't. would be present. Here's what I would probably be. I would be present, but I would be an asshole. You would be an asshole after a certain age. You'd be nice if they're young. Yeah. I'd be nice, but, but kids can tell when your patience is up. Mm. Like, People can read energy. So yeah. if you, my, I never got the feeling that my dad wanted any of us around. <laughs> he never said it, right. but I got the feeling and I was right. Um, yeah. So I don't want to do that to somebody. And also we're at twice capacity <laughs> on earth here. Uh, sorry guys, we're closed. Uh, this is a pretty good one. Um, 27 year old Latina. And after one year of on and off friends with benefit scenario, I decided to join Bumble to explore my options. I matched with several guys, but only met with one. We hit it off instantly, and I felt immediately attracted to him. I've only really had sex with one sexual partner, not including the guy I lost my virginity to at 24. Um, so I was excited to experience something new with something something new with someone new. We ended up having sex the second time we met up, and again on the third. I happen to still live with my Mexican mother. Yuck! And upon finding out. <laughs> Finding out about this, she noted that I now have I have no chance with this guy because I gave it up too soon. I really like this guy, and although I'm not looking for a husband, I can't help but worry whether that's what he's thinking too. In the age of Lizzo and female empowerment, I'm wondering how Neil feel about women giving it up so soon, and if this is still a determining factor when choosing to take a woman seriously. Binks? Well, in the uh, Church of Binky, we have uh, rules we stick to and mantras we live by. And one of them is a man does not respect anything he didn't earn. That's just what I think. I don't think, I think it's this a is little. What they, this, this is about, a, this is a clash of civilizations right here. I'm a little old school. I really make it tough at first i mean how tough it depends but you know tough enough i'm not easy i always say i'm like i'm like clams you gotta boil me to pop me open you're just like i need some boiling do you realize how crazy you sound <laughs> oh my god shut up daniel i don't think i just feel like men women relationship is about a power struggle. That's how I see it. So before I You're fuck fucking up, nothing without Dave. <laughs> That's fine. Um, so before I fuck you, I have a lot of power. Uh-huh. And I need to use that window while you're patient because you also want to fuck me and like smell the back of my head and like drink my bath water while you're in that mode. I need to use that to get you to like, see if you'd like me and get you to like me a little bit more. Not get you, this seems so strategic, but I use that window while I have your focus to see if you like me and it's not just about pussy, vagina, penis thing. I wish you weren't a liar. <laughs> okay, I'm not lying. 
I'm being really honest the whole time. I'm never like, I'm going to It's always really upfront, really open. Uh, so then when we do fuck, I feel like there's just another a layer. It's not just sex. So I end up having a really high success rate with it. I never have been pumped and dumped or fucked and then they disappeared. That's never happened to me. Yeah. In fact, the opposite. Where... You dumped them and then fucked them? No, I guess that is the opposite. No, it, they end up wanting more and wanting to pursue it more. And it, it's always guys that's like, oh, I'm not even looking for a relationship, but I like... It's just the way I do it works for me. I don't really ever get scared. By the time I fuck you, I'm not scared that you're going to leave. No way. I, I'll tell you the part of it that's smart. Okay. I was talking to my therapist earlier about how guys, the joke I used to do about guys being used dick salesmen oh, yeah. and will do anything to get the car off the lot. Yeah. Just like get the dick off the lot, basically. And just like, right. yeah, if I can, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'll sign. No payments till next year. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> we will say anything. Yes. And I think that if you make a guy, quote unquote, earn it, mm. it sets a... It creates a demand that you're forcing your your. It turns your personality and t- spending time with you as the the medicine yeah. and the and the the vagina is the sugar. Mm. And I don't think that that's what I don't think that's the the, the basis of a healthy relationship. I, I don't know. It's definitely not the basis, but it isn't. It doesn't even end up being the basis. It's just. Maybe the way I'm explaining it sounds a little more concentrated into sex, but by the time I have sex with someone that I'm dating, we've I really take it off the table. I'm like, I'm not having sex with you until I'm comfortable. Well, that's so, what I always say when people are like, I want to be an actor or I want to be a comedian. I go, are you comfortable right. with having no one give a shit for 10 years? Right. When I say no one gives a shit, I mean no one gives a shit. Right. They don't they give don't a fuck. They like, just They actually don't. look down upon you like, open mic or get the fuck out of here. Yeah, they just don't. The irony is it's three mics came out exactly 10 years into me doing stand-up. <laughs> like, no one gives a fuck. Even when you do, they just don't. They largely ignore you to the point of, like, like it's confusing. Right. What the hell is even that? Uh, so... I don't. I don't like setting up sex as a reward, but I think you're smart. I'm not. It's not I, definitely I, what not. What I wouldn't want to have happen is a guy was like, "Well, fuck it. I'd spend all this time. Let me at least fuck her." Well, the good thing is when I'm. It's a lot based on instincts. Like I'm smart. I can feel if it's even a thing. I'm not gonna keep leading a guy on that I know just wants to have sex with me. And you can just tell based on instincts. Some things are very hard to prove. Oh, if he does that with his left hand, he wants to fuck you. No. It's 100% based on instincts. But for me, I tell them really like upfront, like we're not, take that out of your mind. Like we yeah. are not going to fuck until I am really comfortable. Take that and, out of your mind and put it in my mouth. <laughs> and, and most guys, at least what I've experienced, they get the point. And they end up like, they know. Yeah, like, you it's like, got, hey, as I've said before. Just be honest. Even if you're in a relationship where you're fucking constantly, like Greek people. Right. It's 8% of the relationship. It's 92% sitting on the couch and lo- lo- watching TV or walking to things or eating or driving. 
it's it's just gonna be about the hang exactly and that's what i make it about and most guys if they're not looking for the nice thing about men we always make it that guys are lying and they're sinister and it's like oh almost gotcha now i'm out most guys are really upfront most guys don't want to bait you into i love you and then oh yeah i don't think guys do that no i'm what i'm saying is that when i'm upfront with them like no i'm really not looking for that like i'm not the girl you fuck i'm the girl you end up dating most guys get it told got it yeah you're right cool it is so guys are much more refreshing than they get credit yeah if you're upfront with them you don't have to get bamboozled into like getting fucked and and there are times where i've been like where a girl will be like i don't i don't want to fuck you and then or what it's something like it's gonna be a long time and then i'll like hang out for a little bit and i'm like yeah i'm foolish i'm like bullshitting yeah, who right? am I wanted kidding? to act who like I meant kidding? to do that like fucking who was even thinking about that and then I I'm like I could see myself shooting on your face or something that would be respectful uh what like let me just get, like you know yeah bounce just bounce and, yeah so, so you're right uh we got time for one more and then I have to go to therapy <laughs> this um, is your therapy modern comedy no Chinese uh women anxiety again Kanye, Kanye. Uh, this is a pretty good one. Which one? Phil um, Shop. Phil Shop. I love this. Oh, that was ours. Okay. Uh, let me read from from my friend James in in Hong Kong. Okay. This is James James Acey, who uh, although maybe you didn't want me to say his name, too late. Um, Bleep. Hugh, I was when I, the first time I went to Hong Kong, I was eating in a restaurant by myself. The restaurant ended up giving me. The worst diary I've ever had in my life. Um, <laughs> Lucky. And uh, and he came around the corner. He's like, Neil Brennan, what are you doing here? Black dude. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Just hanging out. <laughs> and he's like, are you, who, are you, who are you hanging out with here? And I was like, I think you at this point. Did you know <laughs> was him before like my, this? No, I never met him. Oh, it was hilarious. like my first night. Literally went to eat. Dude came around the corner. It was the best. Um, okay. So, and then I did. He, he works at a hotel. And I did a show at the hotel last time I was there. Cool. Great. So, hey, Binky and Neil. I'm a black man from the Bay. Hey, Banks. Hey. Living in Hong Kong. He actually takes really good... Um, uh, photos? He takes, he takes video. He takes really good photos that he puts on his stories of like what Hong Kong's actually like. Are you impressed by them? I am. living Because it's a, it's, a, it's a matter of amount. Living in Hong Kong for about nine years now. During that time, dating out here has, uh, for me, has proven to be difficult. Generally speaking, the girls out here aren't exactly my cuppa, and I'm not theirs. I find myself to be reasonably attractive, like a 7 out of 10. Neil knows me. He can give me a rating. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Athletic build, intelligent, well-read, New Yorker subscriber. That's the ultimate. Cultured, well-traveled, gainfully employed, etc. My last relationship was lasted for about 1.5 years and ended about two years ago. It was with a slightly younger gal. It was in my early 30s, she in her mid-20s, who seemed to be finding herself. Still, we had a lot of common taste in music, movies, books, etc. We had some good times, including traveling in the region and living together for about six months. Things took a turn uh, when we went to a museum exhibiting the androgyny in 1980s pop culture in Hong Kong. This visit in some ways incepted in her the idea that uh, to challenge society's gender ideals and perceptions, she cut all her hair off and began dressing more like a man and decided to lose a lot of weight whilst she already had a skinny frame to begin with. As a friend, I thought it was a cool social experiment. As a boyfriend, it was a total boner killer. Mm. Don't get me wrong. I still found her to be beautiful, but less so in a sexual way. 
It wasn't solely because of the short hair. I grew up with many crushes on short-haired women. It was uh, partially the physical change in appearance and partially the mind state that was so capricious and didn't attempt to understand my perspective. Things kind of mutually fizzled out after this, though we've eventually come to a place of being friends. Now, if this were someone like Binky who chopped her hair off, I would have no problem with it, probably because Binky is more my ideal body type. My ex wasn't my ideal body type to start with, and that lost more weight, which made the sexual compatibility, which wasn't amazing to begin with, tenuous at best. I sometimes feel like her decision to date me was all a part of one of her social experiments. Anyways, <laughs> I've told another ex-girlfriend who I got on great with this story, and she scoffed at me. Was I being short-sighted in this situation? What do y'all think? Well, we have uh, established certain things on this podcast, and yes. there are agreements. There are agreements, homie. Homie, don't play that. Uh, yeah, no, she was in agreement. Uh, you agreed to one body type and one hair length. But he wasn't really fully committed to the agreement. He signed on the dotted line and all, but... He had trepidation. Yeah, she barely... Well, that's the... That's the... the I think people... It's like, you're not you gonna can't convince compromise yourself. your yep. own taste. But you people ha- want It is to. really fucking shallow. And people, that's why people want to compromise it. I could do that. Well, yeah, no, I'm a fucking open-minded person. Don't be open-minded. Really, don't be open-minded. You have to think of your, the the taste center of your world to be absolute and unchangeable. It's an animal. You just go, okay, that's what he is. He likes that. He don't like that. The thing is, you can like anybody, even if they're butt fucking ugly. You just have to find them attractive. Yes. I don't think yes. it's signing and up you, to this I thing. would suggest you have to find them really attractive. Because yeah. if you don't, it's only going to get worse. Because if you don't, not everything's going to be at that level. They, people do change. People yeah. have bad days, good days, bad moments. Rarely does someone become more attractive to somebody over time. I'm straight up looking for Beyonce. It's not, it's not, always, it's not always they get less attractive, but 80% of the time I would say. It's not impossible, but it's not probable. So just assume the worst about yourself. Know what your taste is like and honor it because you're not doing her any favors by like eh, squinting and going like, I think I can get it up for that. Right. If you just got veneers, it's like, yeah, no, no, it's don't, too, don't do that. And I also feel like it's the thing I would say about thicker women. I can be, I'm attracted to thicker women. I'm just not as attracted as I am to other women and there are guys I know that are wildly attracted to, to thicker women. So save yourself for them in a weird way. Or, or I'm almost going like, no, you're not for me. You're for somebody else. Yeah. You're like, Just don't DM them that. Well, you say that now. It's so easy. This <laughs> it's is, so I mean, easy this and is ago. I was, a different, I was only 45. <laughs> it's a 45-year-old boy. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. I. The thing is. It's just really interesting that I could go fuck up my hair and he'd still be like, you still, you still fly, big How short have you gone? Have you ever gone short? When I was in Iran, it was so fucking hot. I was like, chop it off. Interesting. You can't go outside between 1130 a.m. and like 3 p.m. It's impossible to Here's a quick impression of you. No, that was when I lived on Mars. What? When did you (laughs) live on Mars? No, I didn't tell you I lived on Mars. Um, All right. I got to, we got to go. Okay. I have therapy.
We Bye. love you guys. You Keep guys emailing, what a, please. What a, thing. what a thing we're building. What a- <laughs> rate us. Rate us. Fucking follow us. Subscribe. Uh, fucking Send us emails. Email us at howneilfeel at gmail. Oh, there's also a Reddit page. Daniel, what is that? No. How Neil Feel, one word? Yep, We're real. Reddit.com slash How Neil Feel. There's a real Reddit page? Yeah, I think we made it, but it's fine. Oh, we made it. <laughs> we made it. There are two posts. Yeah. Sad. Whatever. Whoa. Someone posed. Someone posed. Well, you made Reddit. your own Nikes? Yeah, I, there's an app. You just go on it. Yeah, it just. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Uh, all right, you guys, it's fun. Bye. Bye.